Man, what it do, what the business is. Another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, man. Follow me on all social media, Animal underscore Brown. What it do, I am Spike Lou on all social media too, if you're looking for me. They not. That's that's fine. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool with that. They not looking for you at all. <laughs> I am Spike Lou, Instagram, Twitter, uh, what is it, Snapchat, Facebook, all that shit. Uh, other than that, man, it's the On Deck TV podcast, man. We come to you live every week, bring you the latest and greatest in hip hop news. You ain't got to search the web, man. You can just tune into the On Deck TV podcast. But before we get into all of that, what you have up this weekend, bruh? Man, shout out to Nashville, Tennessee, man. I pulled up over the weekend. What? You been creeping back to Nashville a lot lately, dog. What yeah, you got man. going on? I was in there, man, getting low key, man. Had a couple getting of Getting low key. Absolutely. Low key like a midget locksmith. What you got going on in Nashville, man? Explain this to us, man. Nah, just meetings. That's just it. meetings. Yeah, that's all. Oh, that's okay. all. That's all people need to know. <laughs> that is all. Sound like meetings. Big, sound like a big shock to me. Not at all. And I got to <laughs> shout out to J Ho. Shout out to uh, How Weezy, man. I sat in on FSP. Uh, nice. uh, Coach Lock was on assignment. You micromanaging? Nah, not at all. No, okay. Just uh, pulled up. They had the mm. big dog NBA discussion. Mm. Have fun, man. What you have up? Coach Lock one there. Nah, 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 he on assignment. He moving around out here in these streets. Oh, man. Shout out to Coach Lock moving around in these streets, though. Oh, man, I chilled, man. No, you watch them Cowboys get their ass whooped by yeah, the Green boy. Bay motherfucking man. Packers. That's what oh, you man. did. That's what, did. That's what the fuck you did. did. You saw a goat play. <laughs> a goat. How did it feel watching yeah. the goat? God damn it. That's what we do. You finished or you done? No, I let y'all talk shit all year. I let y'all talk shit all year. Got memes for week three wins and shit. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I sat here and chilled. Yeah, I went to playoffs. Straight, that's why. God damn if it. I lose eight straight, I shut up too. Shit. All right, cool. All right, yeah. Watch my Cowboys. Yeah. Valiant effort. <laughs> Shout out to Dak Prescott. Shout out to Zeke. Streaking Zeke Half t-shirt Zeke <laughs> nah, nah, Halter top Zeke. Zeke I don't know nothing about that Shout out to Streaking Zeke <laughs> Shout out to Dez My guys put their heart on the line this weekend And lost boy Yeah by three points Rookies lost. To the GOAT Like you say like Aaron Rodgers is a goddamn dog They should be honored to be on the Aaron same Rodgers field as him unicorn So I, I, I can't do nothing about that I don't know what I don't know what to do about that. We can just watch. With that being said, shout out to my Cowboys. Great season, man. Congratulations to y'all whack ass Packers. Y'all get participation medals, eh? They in the mail. Uh, we got five rings, bro. <laughs> five. <laughs> we got we, we been here. We do this. This is what we do. Y'all young bucks might not know that. Oh, y'all ain't won a Cowboys game in 20 years. That's Whatever it may be, but we still got five rings. With all of that being said, man, we want to dull y'all out with the sports talk. We do have the Full Sport Press podcast yeah. for you to join, tune in to for the latest and greatest in the sports news. Coach Locke, How Weezy, Jay Hove, all of them over there giving you the latest news. Uh, what we have, mid-season NBA. Yeah, man, mid-season NBA awards, man. I sat in and dropped hella jewels, by the way. Oh, man. I'm a habitual jewel dropper when it comes to this sports shit, if you didn't know. Habitual jewel dropper. So check that out. Have fun with the guys. Also, ladies' room. Uh, Shout out Rizzo. Shout out Anne Marie. New York in the building. Uh, Their latest joint is up. New year, new me. They're giving tips, man, to get y'all minds right in 2017. Don't act like you don't need it. Everybody need a little extra motivation. Go check that out. Yep. 
Uh, also, Fresh for Dummies, me and the homie Jay Ho. We got the latest up, man. The best yeah. of 2016 episode. Go check that out. Also, check out the visual episode on YouTube so you can see the shoes and shit that we're talking about. Mm. Just search Fresh for Dummies podcast on YouTube. Do Voila. Uh, big dog episode we got coming up right here. Yeah, man. I'm not going to lie. Yo, boy. Who? T.I.P. Yes. We're going through his. He's made a lot of noise on Instagram. We're going to talk about that, too. King of the South. And it got us thinking, he just dropped his 10th album yep. not too long ago. Got us thinking, man, with that discography hitting on, yeah, so we're going to rank that. Got to go through that catalog, man. Gotta, Absolutely. Gotta comb through that catalog as <laughs> we do over here at the On Deck TV podcast. But first and foremost, we definitely want to hit you with the quick, hit, quick hits of the week. What stood out to you? Um, man, we got to talk podcast news, though. Mm. Fellow podcaster Techstone, big news, uh, has been charged in the now infamous Irving Plaza shooting involving Trav last May. Mm. Uh, Tex has been charged with being a felon in possession of a weapon, mm. and sources say his DNA was found on the murder weapon. Uh, now they also allegedly are using this clip we about to play as evidence. Check it out, because. I can protect myself as a man, so I'm not thinking about rolling with six goons and all that shit. That's how I be telling people, you failed before you even think you won with me. Mm. Because you thinking you walking up with six dudes is going to do something to me. When I see you walking up with six dudes, bang, 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 bang. Bogle your ass. You're going to bogle your ass because I ain't with it. I ain't with all that six dudes walking up trying to have a conversation with me about nothing. Niggas be having big, black, ugly niggas. I'll be like, they really think? No, that's for niggas that's pussy. They see motherfuckers walking up and they be like, and let them walk up. Like, oh, I peep motherfuckers, but nigga, I peep you. I'm letting you know. I'm going to look right at you. What's up? You good? Before you get up on me. Are you good? Let me know now. Before you even walk in this square, because we're not doing that. That's why I be laughing at rappers. Rappers, I don't care about y'all. I'm going to tell you, try me. I want I want the rappers to try me. I mm-hmm. do. I ain't going to lie. I want y'all to try me. Try me, your, your shooter, the, the, the tough nigga in your squad that just came home. Mm-hmm. Tell them try me. I want to embarrass somebody. And that's why I started bullying Troy Ave. You know what I mean? Man, all right. Mm-hmm. Now, rumor has it that... Mm-hmm. Troy Ave and his bodyguard confronted Tex backstage, a fight ensued leading to the shooting. Uh, current, uh, t- right now, Tex is out on house arrest. They said he can still do the podcast. Just your overall thoughts on this situation. He ain't even do no podcast, I don't think. I, I think he done talking for a second just because of that clip you just played. Uh, with that being said, I, I, I ain't here to say if he innocent or guilty or what happened. I just think that with him being a very outspoken personality, that they going to hold that against him. They're going to try to hold him being an influential voice as they will perceive it, what they call it, black Twitter. Who Who is they? Mainstream media. <laughs> mainstream media. Okay, the same, right. they, the same they that DJ Khaled's talking about. Gotcha. No, mainstream media. Like, Everything that I've been reading as far as the New York uh, headlines and, and everything with the media up there is like uh, he's a, a voice in black Twitter. He's this and he's that. The last guest on this podcast was Tariq Nasheed, right. uh, the guy behind Hidden Colors, very popular film uh, like behind black culture and everything like that. So I say all of that to say it's very convenient right now that he get locked up for all of this and, and, and being an outspoken person that they're saying and painting it behind a, a, a black voice. 
Um, I'll say this. Number one, this shit right here escalated so quickly and so out of the blue. Real fast. Uh, it was all good just a week ago, like literally. This shit went from Tex was arrested, Tex was charged, they got DNA, they got the clip, they got the, I'm like, damn, they got the smoking gun. Like, what? what's next, right. dude? Like, it, it, this going downhill real quick. I don't know if it's over. I'm not. I'm not even that well versed in the legal shit to even call that. Mm-hmm. I know what happens in New York when you get found with a gun that's not yours. Mm-hmm. Nigga, they threw Lil Wayne in Rikers, so they they don't give a shit about uh, text. Two, two years, right? Two. I, that's what I'm saying. Nigga, Plexico, Plexico won a Super Bowl. Nigga, they threw his ass in jail. Like, they don't give a fuck. And, and uh, taxes were a felon. Yeah, a, with a pistol they got caught. So that's, that's allegedly if he got the pistol, if he had it on him. Yeah, allegedly. Um, why was this out the blue? Like, I like I I, that shit was last though. May. Were they building I, this the whole yeah, time? Like when the thing about a case though, when they building the case on you, it, it they probably was working on this since last May, and and the reason that it's so concrete, and you get all of this evidence rolled out. It seems like in abundance right now. It's like oh, we've been we we've been working on this since then. Yeah, yeah we ain't said nothing. There ain't been no press release. But you look up and tax got an indictment. Right, right, That's right. How it happened. Was and Troy that, behind this? Mm. I ain't trying to put the label on him, but that's what. Of course, that's the first thing I saw on Twitter. I saw him and I saw Wack One Hundred Games oh, Manager. Like People threw him under the bus too because he's in. Because <laughs> right now, tax is into it with him. I don't think the Wack had like what what, what could Wack do. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's like that to me. That's some soap opera shit. Like, no, nah, I don't think Wack had nothing to do with it. With that being said, Troy Evans right there in hands on, like a one. He trying to get himself removed from the situation because he did get charges from this. Yeah, he had true. Attempted murder charge, right? Yeah, I don't think he finished with. I don't think that's uh, like been dropped. I don't know what happened with that attempted murder charge. He but ain't out the clear with it, that shit. It was his bodyguard that got killed, right? And it's him on tape shooting a pistol. At tax, allegedly though. the tax dropped and right. shooting at tax because you can see tax running out right before the clip show, and then right. of course we know what happened then. Uh, well, Troy F came through like Bruce Willis, and it's well documented that right. they got beef. Exactly. So, that, I, but that's why you clips like the one we just played, where mm-hmm. it sounds like he was on the Waste of Time podcast. When you say shit like that, it, it, it's the same as when you rapping. Mitch caught a body about a week ago, and Mitch actually had a body about a week ago. <laughs> like, there's no difference, dude. Like, you gotta. There's gonna be some unwritten rules when it comes to that podcast and shit. You you can't, especially if you're in his wait, position, wait, no. though. But to tax credit, though, I haven't heard him say anything about that other than that. Oh, like this the, incident. Now yeah, he said shit about. Home through to find if that's what they gonna use, they had to find it. Of course, to his credit, that he ain't like went out bragging. Oh, this is what happened. And what's the name of the place? Where Urban Plaza. Urban Plaza. This is what happened. I had backstage footage. Like now he, he ain't been like milking it at all. That's true. And maybe play, we know play two ways though. It <laughs> play like I don't know what happened. And or like, I do I know what God, happened. Like niggas ain't coming to me asking no questions because I do know what happened. <laughs> So like it's, it's it rough just, right though. It's fucked up. It's not a good look when it ain't. when when it ain't at all. that clip is literally what the accusation was that happened though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like uh, let me let me ask you a question. It's damn near word for word. So text on very popular podcast. For sure. Comedy Six. Text on Tax got a lot of affiliates that are heavy in the game. Okay. And, and what game are we talking? Media, okay. influence, like Charlemagne, gotcha. Loudspeakers Network, he's been sure. on MTV. Where do their loyalties lie? Like, 
where do you do do you expect Charlemagne to get on Breakfast Club and be like, Tax a good dude, I don't think he did this or are you expecting him to be like, nah, I'm Charlemagne. I, I can't let that influence my brand because what if he did do this? Right. But Charlemagne put him on, though. That's true. So, like, did- where, where, in your opinion, where does Charlemagne stand? Where does, like, Chris Morrow, like, for people that don't know the owner loud, well, over loudspeed networks, Combat Jack, all these other people, in your opinion, what should they say or do? I don't know how far back Charlemagne and Tech's relationship go. And I don't, I don't know what type of. I mean, did they grow up together, or did he just put him on? No, I think he just put him on. Like he found him, he was talented. Like he said, I found Tax. Tax was talented. I feel like he should be on TV or whatever it may be. He got the podcast idea. Boom, let's do it. I put him on the MTV Uncommon Sense. Boom, let's do it. Is it is it one of those situations where you can take the horse to water, but you can't make him drink it? Mm -hmm. Is it one of those? Nigga, now I put you on. You did some dumb shit, nigga. My like, but what? My hands are tired. Like, what you want me to do? Call in what favor, <laughs> nigga? Who you think I know? Now all of a sudden I know everybody. I mean, he got a book called Black Black Privilege. Hey, I guarantee I you, you to, in I, the book, cast the Black Privilege in. Dude. Oh, no, no. When you got a family, you got two kids, bro. Okay. Like, come on, he so, got a wife so, and two kids. So tax out there by itself. I wouldn't say by himself. I, I would. If I'm, it looked like it, bro. Like, again, I'm just saying that's what it seemed like. Again, it depends. These nah, niggas didn't go to kindergarten I, together. I, I bro. ain't saying that, but I'm saying <laughs> niggas was riding that wave when Tax was the real nigga. Tax the one that got Benny Siegel on his podcast. Tax the one that's sitting right there talking to the locks, and it ain't the same interview that's on the Breakfast Club. It ain't the same interview that's on uh Brilliant Idiots, and you praising the street nigga in him, but now. That street nigga shit coming to a, like the light, and ain't nobody got nothing to say because I don't they feel were like no, that's right though. no, they were praising the street interviews and getting those those different aspects and views that maybe a Charlemagne or a Schultz can't get, mm-hmm. or it wouldn't make sense right, if they right. got it, or they're not qualified to get right. That, and he put him on TV to do that. He didn't tell him so go to the club and shoot that? the pistol off. <laughs> Charlemagne is notorious for saying he doesn't go out. He doesn't fraternize with rappers and, and befriend them for this reason right here, dude. <laughs> he's he's notorious for saying that. All right. So, so what I'm saying is this, though. I, I guarantee they've had a conversation before. I guarantee okay. it. All right. That's what I was about to ask you. So like, you're saying if they've had the conversation and this still happened, then I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to do right, with it, cool. bro. But my I mean, thing, I, I can still, I'm I, still, I can I still say something positive, that. though. Yeah, I agree with that. But my whole thing is don't, don't. Cash in on what tax is, and now that it it came to fruition that he really is that, be like, ah, oh, I don't know, I ain't got nothing to do with it, like, cause you do. No, he got All something. Other people got something to do with. He it, got though. something to do with him taking him out of that, not putting him back in it. Nah, he got something to do with that being uh in that in that space. Cause Tax ain't right there without Charlemagne. He ain't right there being approached by Troy L. Because without that whole look, that whole plug, that he's a nobody to even be having an opinion. Right, right, you right. You know what I'm saying? But with that being given to him, you put him in that space, and you know how people gonna react to his type of attitude. True. So you got some type of responsibility to that. That's a. That's in a, my opinion. Listen, you just. You are you stretching. Be a man, right, if you now, time out. You're stretching me putting this nigga on for an interview all the way to him <laughs> shooting somebody and killing somebody in a public. No, dude, we're not finna make that stretch, bro. They're not related. Now, I'm just like, I'm sorry. It's just not. 
you that, that's a reach. That's all I'm saying. It's a reach. That's a good point. Uh, but I ain't saying he had nobody to kill. wants to I see him I'm down. I'm not saying though. he had to kill a nigga. Please, right. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like. Where's the responsibility lie with the people who were praising him for being what he is? You're saying it, it, it should there at least be a free tax tweet? Somewhere. Right. I ain't seen nobody say nothing. Nobody of stature. Yeah, We've I, seen I ain't like seen fans. Nobody. Shit. Yeah, I mean fans. Right. I, I'm just saying the people that fuck with him and was like, taxes this and he the next dad and he's a, a, an attribute to a street nigga turning into this. Like, I ain't seen none of them people who put him on and was praising him be like, Free tax or this or that, like I, I just don't understand. Hey, that shit, Charlemagne. He's working his way up into a whole nother little tax bracket, dude. And this, I'm gonna be honest, having a murderer on your squad is probably bad for business, <laughs> allegedly. And also working his way up to that ladder, your word e- means even more to a nigga like tax. That's true. This nigga in court facing a murder charge. We'll see. That that remind me of Jay and Beanie. Remember how mm. he took Beanie out the life like that and, and showed how got him a clothing line and goddamn it movies. That's you pop right. somebody, Jay, like, bruh, I, I done saved you, you once. I ain't tell you to go shoot niggas. That's all I'm but saying. But still, I got you around because you the shooter. To a certain See? extent. See? That's nah. how it go. Nah, hang on. You heard Beanie's Are you saying he, like he using the street card? Nah, that's what movie? I'm saying. You heard Beanie's interview. I was around because I was the nigga that was going to do what Jay wasn't, what Dame wasn't, what other niggas wasn't. And you could spit. And I could spit. Don't leave that out. That's true. Uh, all right, moving on. We're going to keep it Breakfast Club since we mentioned Charlemagne. Kodak Black probably had a top five most awkward Bite interview down. of all time. Uh, rocking a ski mask, showing nothing but his eyes and his goals. He spoke to the Breakfast Club for 25 mm. awkward-ass one-word answer minutes. Uh, the question, uh, excuse me, the internet was divided, man, between those who was questioning his motives and others who said he was just simply misunderstood. Was this move genius or coonish in in your eyes? I don't. I, I'm I'm not gonna attribute Kodak Black to either one of those. Like I don't, I don't even think he knew what he was doing other than putting on a ski mask and going on Breakfast Club. My like, opinion in this very like it differs from everybody else's because I I feel like it wasn't Kodak Black that was in the wrong here. I feel like it was the whole breakfast club interview staff like Charlemagne, Envy, and Angela Yee could have did a better job in getting answers and getting questions and getting the whole topic going from this dude. No. Like y'all they trying to talk about him and fighting Wayne and, and all of this stuff he wasn't trying to talk about that and he a young dude there was plenty of other topics or plenty of other ways that they could have went with it but they stuck to the Wayne stuff they stuck to the Coon stuff they stuck to the trying to make him look stupid stuff and that's why the interview was so awkward I don't really necessarily think it was Kodak Black if you look at this dude he got character like go to the Instagram page you can see him interacting with people I don't feel like it was his responsibility to go to Breakfast Club and be like here I am I'm Kodak that black interview me it's their responsibility as professionals to bring it out of him and they didn't do that nah. the, the ski mask threw them off dude nah I, i'ma say this dude first of all you said you didn't think he knew what he was doing he knew exactly what he was doing as far as what Explain as far that. as i'm going to go on the breakfast club with a ski mask on i'm going to be <laughs> difficult and i'm going to have my video go viral that's how the same way birdman came up there with an agenda no no nah, nah, Bur- nobody with kodak black just like thinking like that i promise you 
bruh, is anybody with Kodak Black thinking? We, how many times have we seen him? <laughs> he was locked up for the Double XL concert. He even said he was locked up for the Made in America tour. Jay Z and then picked him to come to the tour. Right. He was locked up for the right. show. Is anybody around dude thinking at all? Mm. That's all. That's what I'm saying. So I can see him saying, "You don't go on there with a ski mask for no reason. You go on there so we can sit right here and say, did you see Kodak Black with a ski mask on Breakfast Club?' Because I swear <laughs> to you, we wouldn't be talking about this nigga on Breakfast Club if he didn't have it." I guarantee you we wouldn't have talked about it, bro. We would, though, if he had to answer questions about fighting Wayne. But that's what I'm saying. And, and if you don't want to talk about fighting Wayne, nigga, quit tweeting it. Like, shut up <laughs> talking about fight that, Wayne, that, bro. That's what this is, though. This 2017, if if he reaching for publicity, I can't knock him. It's just like Lil Yachty saying, I don't know five Tupac songs or Biggie songs or whatever it may be. This is the same thing for him. He's a fan of Wayne. I'm sure everybody that's looking at this knows this. He like Wayne. He wants his attention. Hey, Wayne, I want you to look at me. I want you to notice me. You in Florida. You right here by me. You right here in Miami. Black, gold teeth, crazy hair. You influence <laughs> me, dude. Right. I want you to pay attention to me. And that's all he's really trying to say. And I feel like this is where I'm saying that Breakfast Club dropped the ball. They know that. You know that. We do the same thing. They old enough to be able to get that out of him. Tell us what the issue is, really. Like, oh, you want to fight Wayne? That ain't the way to do it. I don't need Charlemagne chastising Kodak Black on, at, at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning. I don't need that, dude. Go at it another way as opposed to you trying to be his dad, dude. Nah. Ask him what you got going on. Like, what's the issue? What's the problem? I want him to explain it. I don't want you to chastise him and be like, oh, you saying you're going to fight him. That ain't the way to do it. Nah, that ain't the way that you would do it because you're an old-ass nigga and you ain't Kodak <laughs> Black. If you want to go about it that way, then ask him why. Don't tell him why he shouldn't. First of all, they did ask him why. He didn't answer the question. After they chastised him. He had a lot after of. After they chastised him. Don't, he, don't, don't knock that out, though. You know how you do kids. Once you chastise them and they get it, like, once you scare the shit out of them, of course they're not going to answer, dude. Dude, they asked this man about Wayne. He didn't want to answer from the jump. And mm. then on top of that, all he did was give him some advice, which was actually very smart advice, which he should listen to, right. which was <laughs> if you want to beat little Wayne, nigga, outwrap him. Don't threaten to beat him up. Nobody cares about that shit. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. You're not going to smack little Wayne. You're not going to get within 100 feet of little Wayne, that dude. Was Yes, because nah, he think that's bro. the move. That publicity shit, he, he think is the move, bro, which is clearly know, why he, he came on stage. Fight Wayne, but that, but I'm saying that just the same way he's trolling with that fight Wayne, eat my ass Wayne bullshit. <laughs> he's trolling with this ski mask, and that's his little 2017 wave. His new little management team is pointing him in the way so, of trolling, so and it's trolling. not working, nah, bro. I don't believe that. He's been doing that for the last couple weeks, though. Kodak Black too talented for that. Is he? Yes. You didn't hear that little big pop tape? That ain't nah, talent, bro. That's just some slow. Do that, like you, you that's a like bad tape, slow, bro. Like, nah, that may be a bad tape, but Kodak Black is he, he okay? He got potential. He's an okay artist. So what I'm saying, he got potential. He ain't got to lean on being a fucking troll. Nigga, everybody got potential. Yeah, what does that mean? I, okay, I say that to say <laughs> he don't have to lean on being a troll. But that's what he's doing right now, and I don't think that he's doing it to the extent of what you're saying on the Breakfast Club. But he told a nigga to eat his ass, bro. <laughs> 
on not on Breakfast Club. That's un- I'm talking about the Breakfast that's Club. That's inexcusable, interview. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What won't possess you to say that? I mean, look at these niggas. These young niggas, you never know what they're going to say. I'm talking about <laughs> the Breakfast Club interview. That's what I'm talking about. I feel like they dropped the ball. He didn't say, I want Wayne to eat my ass. I feel like that he left it open for them if they was able to get the right questions in there. Just an ass. They tried. Dude was being standoffish, man. It's like, okay. That's like saying you couldn't Every, get Birdman I, to talk. He came in with a jizzle. Niggas standoffish before when they didn't got good interviews out of him. Nah, this, this was worse than Chief Keith. Chief Keith you interview was like right. this. It's, 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 it's on par. That shit was same garbage. Thing. I think it's it backfired, thing. bro. If man, bro, listen, no, that's what I'm saying. Breakfast Club, Chief, I mean, uh, bro, every Kodak comment, Black still gonna have his fans, dude. Every comment, but th- that's not the point. The point of going to the Breakfast Club is not so you have the same fans that you had to when you got up there. Base, it's to expand your fan base because there's more eyes on <laughs> Breakfast Club than there are on your music. Okay. So what you need to do, if man, I, I promise you, if he would have went up there. And like debunked the whole. Remember when Kevin Gates first went on Breakfast Club and he looks a certain way, but when he spoke, niggas was like, "Whoa!" Right? Like, damn! Like, dude! Like, okay. Well, like, he built his Walker. name on being smart. Walker. Walker Same thing. Point, yeah. If Kodak Black would have beat the stereotyping, man, you know how many people have been like, "Hey, man, you know what?" Like, dude, I wasn't expecting this. Like, I watched dude. I'm gonna go I check mean, his shit out now. That's what I'm saying. It took two or three trips for those people to do that. This is his what first, second nah, time. Now nah, Kevin Gates bodied that first Breakfast Club. Don't do that. He bodied that Kevin first. Gates one. fifty years old, man. That nigga a vampire, dude. <laughs> don't know. Like, that nigga ain't even realistic, dude. He ain't even realistic, dude. Kodak Black is a realistic Generation X. 2K baby, dude. He a, he's a, uh, what is it? He a drug, uh, pill popping baby, whatever he call himself. And, and with that being said, I, and we're going to get off this in a minute. I know y'all like, why y'all talking about Kodak Black so long? But with that being said, I just feel like he not doing anything that he feels like is difficult or standoffish. This is him being him. And I feel like Charlemagne is a good interviewer. Angela Yee, she's good. Uh, DJ Envy, he's good. They could have got more out of him instead of letting him set the precedent up in the interview. And, and it could have been better. He's not being standoffish, but he did it with a ski mask. Oh, man. Okay. If that's not standoffish, I don't know what is. I told you, if you're going to get a nigga any advice, tell him take that shit off. That's <laughs> if, that's, if, if Charlamagne going to hit anything off the wham, that's what I'm like, bro, take that shit off, bro. Come on, man. What you doing? <laughs> we know what you look like. Every, like, what are you doing? Everybody know what I can pull up a video right now. It backfire, man. That shit backfire. On Breakfast Club. Nah. Um, moving on, man. T.I. Uh the King of the South. Hold on, you noisy. Yeah, we're gonna get to okay. that, man. That's 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 later on in the episode. Nah, dude. Man, Relax. I thought we was doing that before, man. man. Uh, edit that out. T I he went on a mini rant on IG regarding celebrities meeting up with Donald Trump. Including Steve Harvey and Kanye West. Uh, he states that it's a distraction and that Jim people Brown. should stop. Oh, yeah, Jim Brown, too. Uh, he states that it's a distraction and people should stop being used and be aware. A, is T.I. the right person to send this message? And B, does he have a point? A, who else is saying it? B, yes, he does have a point. People try to act a certain type of way and be like, who is T.I. to say this? But, like, I see it. In first addressing the question, who else is saying it? And I ain't saying that Kanye West or Steve Harvey or Jim Brown or those people don't have the right to go talk to Donald Trump or figure out what he has going on. 
But what I'm saying is I feel like T.I. is addressing a generation of people who are looking at it like, why? Why you got to right. go talk to him? Why you have to have these different things going on in these photo ops to make Donald Trump look as if he's cool and you're not telling us anything? Don't tell me, oh, it's cool, he's a good dude, because I done heard a lot different from him. Right. I done read a lot different from him via tweet. So you come and telling me behind this 15-minute conversation that you had with him behind closed doors that everything is fine, that registers. It look fishy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy to a whole lot of people. So I feel like T.I. took it amongst himself to be like, look, if niggas are listening to me, young niggas are listening to me, old niggas are listening to me, whoever will listen to me more so than they'll listen to Kanye now, more so than they'll listen to Steve Harvey now, more so than they'll listen to Jim Brown now, more so than they'll listen to anybody who wanted to go talk to Trump. I want y'all to hear this. I ain't necessarily talking to them, but if they hear it, cool, I'm talking to y'all. Don't be fooled by all of that photo op shit and whatever it may be because y'all – they should have did more research. They should have did something different before they were shown on TV with him. So I like that's what he's saying. I'm going to play devil's advocate because I'm really torn on this issue. Okay. I, to answer the question, A, right. I do believe T.I. is qualified to say this. All right. He's been talking about social stuff for a while now, so I'm giving him a pass. I think he speaks eloquently. He's a smart dude. I feel like he's a genuine dude, and I can respect his opinion when it comes to shit like this. That's number one. Number two, I'm torn because I look at it like, chess i feel like steve harvey and his team are very smart i don't believe that he has would have gotten where he is if they weren't i also feel like steve is a genuine dude based off stories that's been told to me and you real quick shout out to the homie who worked up at family feud was working his ass off doing the camera work and all of that said steve harvey assistant pulled him in his office Said he walked in the office, Steve Harvey sitting right there like the Godfather, like, bro, let me holler at you. One-on-one, nobody else in the room. I see you doing this work. He said, man, I see you doing this work, you hustling and everything. He said, I'm going to be 100 with you, though, bro. You got them dreads on, them white folks don't get that shit. They don't understand it yet. Who did you think it is? If you want to get, if you want to move up, I'm telling you, bro, you're going to you're gonna have to cut it. It's just between me and you, you're going to have to cut it. And I'm telling you, doors will open for you, fam. Because they don't get it yet. That's just a fact. He told he went out his way to tell a cameraman that shit, and the nigga cut his shit and got the, got the cooking on that motherfucker a couple weeks later, traveling the whole nine. So when to me it's about what you do when do- doors are closed and nobody's looking. I don't fall for the photo ops. I don't fall for the headline. I read the article. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? You, <laughs> I don't do that. Right, right. But but, but look, you can't though. jump off a cliff from the photo. Exactly. You got to know. And You're if saying, it's, but look, listen though. You're okay. saying you For sure People consume news differently That's true Just because you take the time out to read an actual article Doesn't mean that people are going to do so They need to so, though you, If you, you want to be informed right You may need to but everybody ain't got time That's why I listen to our podcast Shout out to y'all We appreciate it For sure You know what I'm saying With that being said When people see Steve Harvey right there With Donald Trump after after he didn't went on for months True. about how he shouldn't be president, how he shouldn't be this and shouldn't be that, and then you don't offer any type of explanation. You no, no, got, no. He offered it. Don't do that. They three said, days later, though, bro. Don't no. make me press you for an explanation, though. No, no, no. They said what the meeting was about. Now, right, they didn't go right, into right, detail. Right, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, don't do... 
don't do your fan base and the people that respect you like that. Don't do this as to where I ain't got to go into detail when you've been going into detail as to why you don't like this dude for the last year. Now that, now that's don't some do that. That's some slaw. Give me more detail as to why you meeting with this dude. I understand that it's beneficial for your profile to have a president in your back pocket. That's cool. I get that as a businessman. I know that's cool. This my thing. With that being said, I got you. Let me finish Kanye West style. With that being said, don't try to fool me, dude. And I feel like that's what T.I. coming off as the regular, everyday black dude. Like, I ain't going to say nigga. I ain't going to say this or that. Like, the regular, everyday, whether you working to provide for your family, you hustling or whatever it may be, you done seen all this bullshit rhetoric about Donald Trump and you got Kanye right here with him You got Steve Harvey right here with him You got Jim Brown saying he's a great human being Like no That ain't what y'all been telling me That ain't what he been saying for the last year and a half So you can't hit me with experts And this bullshit ass Not in depth uh, Impromptu meetings for 15 minutes And say he a good dude And he appointing you to do this shit in Chicago Like no I just don't believe that this, this, So this is my thing dude When you I look at it like this And I, I, I'm giving Steve Harvey The benefit of the doubt Due to the heights That he's reached mm-hmm. I And I don't know this for sure But I understand that People were upset Because they think That Trump is using him To get black voters And get people on his side And to make him look competent And look like he's for the people That's why people are upset at Steve, Or at least that's what I'm gathering People are upset At Steve Harvey and Kanye for Very accurate assumption Okay What if Steve Harvey they talked about Chicago and inner cities and all of that. What if what if six months, eight months, a year from now he goes, "Hey Trump, you want to know how you really get the black vote and how you really get nigga that that GM plant that you bringing back to the states? Hey, drop him up, drop him up in the south side of Chicago. Chicago. Get 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 them fifteen thousand jobs. Get that to the people in the hood. I'm telling you, hey hey, you want the black vote? They'll fuck with you then. He like, man, you know what? Yeah, you're right. And he dropped the plant in Chicago to get fifteen thousand jobs. That's the it, just to say that's the play. He can't say that right now, nigga, because you don't do that when you playing chess. You don't right. tell a nigga your next move. Okay. You can be thinking you, you three like, moves ahead. I'm, oh, I, that's what I'm saying. T.I., in my opinion, is only looking at the surface. Mm. It's super easy to sit here and go, ah, man, you being used as if Steve Harvey doesn't fucking know that. <laughs> you got to give people the credit that they deserve. Steve Harvey not stupid, bro. Right, like right. I, I just don't. now Kanye, you might can fool Kanye. I don't okay. think he's stupid, but, but I think he. You can fool him though. And it Ex- might not. Okay, he I might bite. You. I got you. I can't say that about Steve Harvey. Dude ain't stupid, dog. I agree. And and just based off the shit that we know, he seemed like a real nigga that made it. Mm-hmm. And that he, you understand what I'm saying? So I, I have to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I think Ti should too. But I'm not mad at him for expressing his opinion because I know people are confused out there. I agree with you. I I definitely agree with what you said, and I think the Ti's problem, and me looking at it from his whole uh, perception is, if that's the case, if you got a long play. Right. Then don't give him the short term victory by doing the photo op and being like, "See, I told you." you. Got, sometimes you got to lose the battle to win the war, dog. That, That's all I'm saying. I, and I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And I, I may be right. I may be wrong. Ti may be right. He may be. I wrong. may be right. I may be right. wrong. <laughs> I'm not necessarily sure that this is the battle that he needed to lose right now. This is short lived. Picture with him. This like, is short lived, bro. It, this this will be out of the news cycle right. by Thursday. But, but the fact is. That picture is there. 
The whole meeting is there. And and the whole perception and the climate right now is Trump ain't really fucking with motherfuckers. And you went to go fuck with him right now while he wasn't fuck with people. And now that may backfire and it may right. pay the good and may go good, like what you said. Do, we don't know. Does that matter a year from now exactly. when when the, when the motherfucking Steve Harvey uh Center for Enlightenment is in the mm-hmm. middle of South South Chicago and people got free courses on credit and health? Absolutely and right. ju- none of that matters then. That's or, all I'm or saying. Or a year from now when he ain't done shit. Or when he exactly. Ain't, he ain't, the, the meeting is a joke. He don't got a fuck to do with Trump. I mean, he ain't got I'm hot to at do him. with Steve Harvey, Kanye, none of them people. And it was just a whole big shock. Then we then don't I'm, know. Then I'm hot at him. Right. But that sometimes that's the you got to play. You right. sometimes you got to take that know. risk, mm-hmm. nigga. If I'm Steve Harvey and the president and the president let call me, nigga, you turning that down? You're not taking the call. That's what, what you're telling okay. me. Oh, no, I'm busy. Hey, tell him I call him back. One thing with that. Dog, That's what you're telling me. One thing with that I will say, though. <laughs> Even if it is Trump. Look, though, one thing with that I will say. None of the people that Barack fucked with are fucking with Trump, though. Like, now, Steve all, Harvey fucked with Barack, though. I and, didn't, and, see, and I didn't Har- see him with Barack. No, no, Steve Harvey said that I, Barack, Barack transition team told him to fuck with Trump. That's I, what he I, said. All I'm saying is I never seen Steve Harvey and, and Barack. I never seen Kanye and Barack. No, no, Kanye and Barack didn't. Do That's what that I'm saying. Know. Like the people that are like, ah, I got the president ear now, or that are fucking with hip hop or whatever it may be that he talking to. Those are the same people that Barack was like, eh. No, nah, I think I, I think really Steve Harvey. Nah, I, 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 I ain't I, never seen Steve Harvey with Barack. Is all I'm saying. I can't. I don't, I'm not gonna say that it doesn't exist, I but I didn't I see ain't it seen either. Though no picture. I ain't seen nothing with Steve Harvey and Barack. So I feel like now Trump the president and Steve Harvey be like, that's the president. I can fuck with him now. I'm in. I, 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 listen, me, man. I the president, the president, call you Jack. Whether it's Bush, whether it's Barack, mm. whether it's Clinton, a Bush called whether it's Hillary, call. whether you, you Hillary's not been a president. Well, whoever the fuck it is, you got to take the call, dude. Like at least, at least take the call. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Fuck that. Uh, all right, man. True. Moving on. We running on, but them two good ass topics, though. Very fuck good. that. We had to go into detail about Very that shit. Good. Hope y'all enjoyed that. Uh, we'll run through these real quick. But this is just funny, man. TMZ leaked uh, info regarding Fifty Cent's finances again, and we have to talk about this if just for a second. In the month of November, check this out. He had deposits of thirty three thousand dollars for music royalties. <laughs> uh, he had a G Unit deposit for G Unit Records, seven hundred and sixty nine dollars. Seven hundred and sixty-nine dollars. He had a deposit from The Simpsons for sixteen dollars and sixty-eight cents. Ah man. He pays five k a month for his Bentley and seventeen k for mortgage. <laughs> Please tell me what stood out to you. What was more amazing uh, on that list, right there? I don't believe The Simpsons paid him that little for that feature. I would have thought it was <laughs> way more. I'm fifty. It was I'm on The Simpsons. Y'all giving me seven? Well, how much? Sixteen dollars. Nah, no, it ain't nothing. <laughs> the Simpsons paying me if I'm fifty cent. Y'all use my name ever that a check comes in that is less than a hundred dollars at least. <laughs> at least a hundred dollars, dude. Simpsons been on eighty years, man. man they been money long. Years, dude. Y'all gotta give me a hundred dollars, dude. At least. <laughs> That's disrespectful. Them sixteen. Yeah, sixteen dollars. That's disrespectful. I'm running up on the Simpsons for that, dude. I ain't even gonna lie. Fuck that. Thirty three thousand for music royalties, bro. He ain't had a hit. <laughs> Since 08? 09? Like, think about people that still think 50 a star. $33,000 a month? That ain't nothing, though. What? He can't even pay his light bill with that. It could pay the mortgage at 17 and the Bentley. At very that. least, the Bentley and the mortgage is paid for. And the child support. Child support was 7000 So, what else 50 do for the God rest of the month? Damn. Eat, like, you get 33000 off that. Vitamin water, I'm sure. 
or is that sold out? Like niggas finna stop selling me on this vitamin water shit. <laughs> I swear to God, you like, might have cashed out. This on is not that. finna last forever, dude. <laughs> that, that vitamin water shit was not a billion dollars, dude. <laughs> Every time I say fifty nine, niggas be like vitamin water, dude. Like no, no, dude. We not buy. We not cashing that in forever, dude. If I ain't seen no vitamin water shit on that income thing right there, dude. If, if y'all if y'all remember, he had the lawsuit going on. He's got to pay that he lost. Pay that out. He's got to pay twenty three million dollars oh, over the next five shit. years. So I see why you want this fight to happen, dude. Like you gotta be <laughs> pumping this shit, dude. Fifty one, all the big stuff. That's a fact. You need to get in it, but like, Floyd really do need one more fight for fifty. That's true. Got to perform for that for a million dollars or something. God damn! I do, he need to start doing like the overseas print shit, like in Dubai and like all oh, the like random little three hundred thousand yeah, a show like and the shit. Birthday sixteens and shit like that. Yeah. Right there, he need to start doing all them overseas, man. Like a million dollars a show. That's true, That's man. Ain't gonna pop him up out of there. Man, last one before we hit this music break. Twitter exploded today. Mm. Nelly versus Drake. And you hate Nelly. The question you was Nelly. in their prime, who was bigger? The debate was going on all damn day on my Twitter feed. Everywhere. So we finna settle it, it dude. It, it been in it, group chats. People been texting me about this. Like the Nelly. Where did this pop off from? First of all, I'm Do not anybody sure. know? I'm not sure. I don't we know. We talked about this a long time ago. Shout out to us, men innovators. Of course. And this shit. We talked about this shit a minute, a minute ago. I said. That Drake was the I mean uh, That Nelly was the original Drake Now that the world Is caught up to us Tough uh, Who On Dick TV podcast Check us out every week Absolutely Who was the bigger artist In their prime Considering Drake Is still in his prime (laughs) Nelly or Drake so simple Dude (laughs) And and listen to me Shout out to Murphy Lee He been on the show Shout out to the St. Lunatics I was a fan I fuck with the movement Shout out to St. Louis Dude, Nelly was my guy. For sure. Tip Drill is a classic. Absolutely. Shout out Air Force Ones. Grills. All that shit. This is laughable, dude. Drake not even 30 years old, dude. (laughs) This nigga the biggest thing since Michael Jackson, dude. And that's hands down. Anybody got a question or a debate about that, please send me what your problem is. On deck TV at gmail.com. I'm sending them to you. I, <laughs> I, I saw I, I saw some rebuttal. I saw rebuttals talking what? about What's Nelly. What's the rebuttal? Nelly, Nelly had the Air Force One sold out. Congratulations, my nigga. We got OVO Jordans over here, Drake, dude. <laughs> Nelly is apparently still selling out shows. Oh, my God. Where? Where? In St. Louis? I don't know where. Drake just had the number one tour. Yeah, he had the number one selling hip-hop tour of Listen, all time. I am a Nelly fan. This, this is me as a Nelly fan spewing these Drake facts to you. That's amazing that you're a Nelly fan. Tough. Hey, that's my guy. That's I fuck with Nelly. He was hard. Nelly was hard. Pause when he came out. <laughs> Nelly sh- was a beast. His dude. run was short like leprechauns. I ain't got nothing to do with all that. But what I'm telling you is that first <laughs> Nelly and that Nellyville was banging. It was high. Nigga had a diamond record, dude. That's not. That's beast mode. He ain't even got bars. That's Nelly beast can't mode. even rap, dude. He just cold. <laughs> he just, he that, made good music though. Nigga to be had fair. pimp juice, dude. That shit was Pimp good Juice? too. That shit was good too. Come on, man. Pimp Juice was probably the best thing. There's another rapper drunk. in the last 50 years that could have made Pimp Juice and it popped. Yeah, that shit was good. Name too. one rapper that could have made Pimp Juice. Don't do that because uh, Lil John had crunk juice. Don't Pimp, do that. I'm talking about with the whole, uh, like the whole how that shit sounded. The fuck Pimp was that? Juice. Like, oh. You know how it came in? You know how it came in. <laughs> uh, Pimp Juice, whatever it may be. But with all of that being That's said. That's a wash, but, Drake. Man, come on, man. It's a wash. <laughs> Drake ain't even done yet. He ain't even got started. <laughs> nigga said, nigga said Nelly performed at the Super Bowl twice. 
Dude, Drake nigga, got no, Bowl commercials, bro. No, no. no time out, time out. Nelly did eight minutes on one of them Super Bowls. Let's not oversell it. And if you think for <laughs> a second that Drake can't do a whole Super Bowl set. Drake turned down Super Bowls. No, nah, no, he not. He's doing he it. He can. No, yeah. I'm saying I ain't saying that he has. Oh. I'm saying that he can. If they call Drake this year to be like, he too busy. Super Bowl, ah, I'm good, bro. Like, I'm shaking it. I'm overseas I got the overseas right tour. Now. Yeah. like. If I can get seventy five thousand for the Super Bowl, I can get one hundred twenty five thousand for these next two shows, two nights in a row. That equal out. I ain't no need. Super Bowl. Like, why would I do that? No Nelly good. free right now. Shout out to Nelly, but he's free. His mm. schedule open. Mm. That nigga Palm Pilot is empty. <laughs> he got time. He can do it now. Uh, but like, no, it's, it's, it's Drake though. Ain't no question. I'm tired of people talking about Nelly, bro. Comparing him to Drake, you, you don't like Nelly though. Let's but that, that, that doesn't mean I can't respect what he's doing, though. He a beast. That doesn't yeah, take right. a, because I don't listen and, to it. Doesn't take away that he's went diamond. And, yeah, okay. I don't take away from that shit, dude. He's just not bigger than Drake. That's all. There's nothing wrong with not being bigger than Drake, Drake dude. The biggest thing. That don't mean you didn't win. Nelly won. Literally, Drake the biggest thing since Michael Jackson. Nelly had a shanti. He won, dude. But they okay. So switch it up. Drake and MC Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> if the Hammer went platinum in like a day, though, Drake, that, that's who Drake is. If you want to compare Drake that's to somebody, that's like disrespectful, though. Who, to who MC Hammer? No, to, to the culture. To, to who MC Hammer? Nigga had on Hammer pants, dude. Yeah, it's MC Hammer, dude. MC Hammer, too legit to quit. If you gonna compare to Drake to anybody, compare him to him. Nah, that's it. I can't do that. That's though. it, dude. Um, too legit to quit, dude. Drake too legit to quit. Ah shit! Listen to this music. His next break. Album. Drake need to remake too legit to quit. He would shake life. <laughs> God, he would shake life. That'd be it. He'll make MC Hammer rich again. Tough. All right, man. Let's get this music break before we run down this Ti discography, man. J Cole dropped one out the blue the other Cole. day. Cold world. It's called High for Hours, man. We're going to oh, check it out. I had a cover with the president. I paid to go and see him. Think about the things I said I'd say when I would see him. Feeling nervous sitting in a room full of white folks. Thinking about the black man plight. Think I might choke. Nope. Raise my hand to ask the man a question. Does he see the struggle of his brothers in oppression? And if so, if you got all the power in the clout as the president, what's keeping you from helping niggas out? Well, I didn't say nigga, but you catch my drift. He looked me in my eyes and spoke, and he was rather swift. He broke the issues down and showed me he was well aware. I got the vibe he was sincere and that the brother cared. But dog, you in the chair, what's the hold up? He said it's things that I want to fix, but you know this shit, nigga, politics. Don't stop fighting and don't stop believing. You can make the world better for your kids before you leave it. Change the slow, always has been, always will be. But fuck that, I'm a bust back till they kill me. Change the slow, always has been, always will be. But fuck that, I'm a bust back until they kill me, feel me? Type of shit to make you wanna let go. Type of shit to make you wanna, yeah. Type of shit to make you wanna. Here's a thought for my revolutionary heart. Take a deeper look at history. It's there to pick apart. See the people at the top, they get to do just what they want. Till after a while, the people at the bottom finally get smart. Then they start to holler revolution. Tired of living here in destitution. Fuck that looting. Can you tell me what's the best solution? I used to think it was to overthrow oppressors. See, if we destroy the system, that means we'll have less of greed. But see, it's not that simple. I got to thinking about the history of human nature. Why this instrumental played? Then I realized something that made me wonder if revolution was really 
ever to wait Before you trip and throw a fit over these words I say Think about this shit for a second You heard the way the children in abusive households Grow up knocking girlfriends out cold That's called a cycle Abuse becomes the abuser and that's just how life go So understand, you get the power But you know what power does to man Corruption always leads us to the same shit again So when you talk about revolution, dog I hear just what you're saying What good is taking over when we know what you're gonna do The only real revolution happens right inside of you I said what good is taking over when we know what you're gonna do the only real revolution happens right inside of you man that was j cole high for hours a lucy that he decided to drop off to us how you feel about that cold world man it's a cold world that second verse was fucking amazing yeah we didn't even play the first verse i had to get straight to that second Tough, joint. man we need more of that in the world right now cold world y'all go check that out what's the name of that uh, high, um, high for hours. High for song. hours. I see you, J. Cole. Yeah, that shit dope. And he addressed that presidential meeting. Remember, we wore him out because he came dressed like a fucking mm-hmm. Publix bagger, and I was hot at him. Right. He addressed that though, and he ripped it in the process. Tough. He definitely gave his explanation for that. And I ain't mad at it at all. Very nice. All right, man. Let's get to the business, man. What it do, man? My nigga, man. T. The king I. of the motherfucking South. Let's not get it twisted. The artist formerly known as the King of the South. Stop it. The the King of the South. <laughs> T.I.P., T.I., whatever you want to call him. He's got 10 albums deep in the game, which is crazy. Uh, we are going to rank them 10 to 1. You know how we get busy. We're going to talk about our highlights, lowlights, what worked, what didn't, and give our overall impressions of his catalog. Let's start from the bottom, man. Ten, Give me the bottom four, 10 through 7. What's your 10 through right, 7? This is very easy right here. This is very easy. Us or else, and the reason why that was so for us, I ain't even like listen. Ti versus Tip, number nine. Okay. No mercy, number eight. Okay. Seven is king. King what? Seven is king. King what? Seven is king. Why? Uh, let me start the movie there. Movie to accompany ATL. Why? That king. Why is that too so commercial? Low? Too much fluff. Not enough Ti for me. Wasn't authentic. Wasn't what I signed up for Ti for. That was the late the the least. Clifford Harris album that I've ever heard in my life. It was an atrocity. That's interesting. In his voice. Because <laughs> <laughs> the mediocreness of, of the King album to me <laughs> was just an atrocity of everything that was supposed to happen in hip hop for that year for a number one album to accompany a number one movie. Just in case you were concerned. Now I'm with you on number 10. I have Us or Else. The, that's the latest joint he dropped. That's now look. Fact. Maybe it ain't grew on us yet. That's that f- and that's fair. Is that it? It's not bad. I ain't knocking the message on it at all. I, I want love the message. I don't want people to think that we just because he being political and it don't fit the Ti narrative that we think that that's some slaw. It's just some slaw. Yeah, it's just some slaw. You know, we ain't gonna do like because he's talking about this some slaw. It's some slaw. And maybe it needs to grow on us because mm. he is rapping on there. Don't he get it is. twisted. I heard a Killer Mike verse that was crazy oh, on there. Killer Mike murder. And shit like right it's there. some it's some shit on there. But when it when you put it up against these other nine, man, yeah. it's it's a last. Out, shout place. out your catalog. That's why this lasts. It that, and that's it. And so for my nine, I have no mercy. Mm. For eight, I have Ti versus Tip. And the song for with Rocco banging though. The song with Rocco is fire Eesh. on that Ti versus Tip. No, oh, excuse me on that no, no mercy. mercy. No mercy. Ti versus Tip is a drug dealer best song on there. Uh, he had a big single with Big Shit Poppin on what? On Ti versus Tip. Big Shit Poppin. What's it? Big Shit Poppin. Little Shit Stopping. What? Yo, he was in jail. That he single was, jail was huge. Too, right? Yeah, it wasn't nothing though. I mean, you know, like, typical Ti shit though. Like, and my, my number s- drop huge singles. That's what we do over here. That's you know? true. My number seven is Paper Trail. What? 
Yeah. My number seven is Paper Trail. That's a fact. That's good T.I. right there. Nah, that's good. That's, let me it's tell you what so that is. so many hits on there. I'm going to tell you what that is. What? That's PG-13 T.I. Oh, nah, that's good T.I. I'm going to get locked up. I want to leave y'all banger before I go get locked up. I don't want to be too gangster. I don't want to step on no toes. I don't want to get no more time. It's good <laughs> T.I. right there, man. And, and that he, you could hear the handcuffs on his wrist and as he was, he was rapping this. It. He was still killing it. It was too watered down for me, dog. Oh man, I get into that in my top it was, five. It was too watered down, and murder, murder. In, in terms of why no mercy and Ti versus Tip on the bottom, and it, they just didn't work. No mercy, he got washed by Rocco and Ye. Mm. Features bodied him. Like I, if it wasn't for that Ye verse, it'd be number ten. Actually, I just don't I think, think he cared on these albums. He didn't care. Like it sounded like it. You can tell the difference between a, a Ti that want rap and they go in and they kill. They got good song topics and. T.I. versus C.I.P. <laughs> you know I'm saying like you can definitely you can definitely tell the difference between that and No Mercy. You know what I'm saying? You can do you can hear that. You can hear it in his voice. I agree. All right, do me a favor. Give me four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. Number four is Paper Trail, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. Fucking way. Most polished album. Period. And that's like. Polished in a sense of not just having a dope flow, not just having the dope songs, but having the correct features, having the correct hits, having the correct singles in a time where singles mattered. Like Paper Trail murdered the scene when it came out. You want to sing? Oh, oh, and sit on top oh, of the world. That oh was a banging. Shout out my nigga Swag Plaz. We shook the A when that came out. We painted the whole city, paper trail, white and orange, whatever the color of the CD city is. <laughs> was that the song Ludicrous? Tough. Don't stop plotting and wishing we fall Cause I'm standing on top looking down at it all No you down there to y'all It seem like I got it all Homie, I ain't get enough I'm still trying to triple up That's why we got street cred out of cool building up Say I'm doing too much shit I say I ain't did enough Remember? They finally linked up and that's what they came up with that was banging. No, no, nah, it, it wasn't. Was banging. Both of them ripped that in there. Swagger like Rihanna us. Rihanna was on the album. Justin Timberlake was on the album. That's the that problem with the banging. album. It was banging. <laughs> See, I needed that album. He needed that big commercial album. Swagger like, like us saves this album from being like God, number that nine. Was banging too. I used to go off in the club that year. He got this Back nigga when I got used to club. That was the club. Like Swagger like us, man. He used to go crazy. He bro. got John Legend on there. Shit he got five. he got too many. Bro. Everybody was on there. It was bang and Ti needed that. You need one album like that if you Ti. Number three. I'm serious. Hold on, man. You didn't get four, five, and six, dude. We're on four, five, and six. I just started at four with Paper Trail. I know. I don't know why you didn't start at six. Oh, I thought <laughs> was four, five, six, six, five, and four, dude. What All are right. they? Number five is Trouble Man for me. That was his bounce back album when he got out of jail. Everybody thought it was over again. If he had a head, Chris Brown on the song, Chris Brown, excuse me, instead of <laughs> R. Kelly, then he would have shook the whole, uh, what it means to be a trouble man. That could have been a single as opposed to R. Kelly, but you can't put R. Kelly on those singles nowadays. Uh, if he had a did that, I feel like that Trouble Man would have really brought him back. It could have been higher because there was some dope songs on there. And number six was that Paperwork. Yeah Paperwork was dope I feel like it was a, a dope love 
we hadn't heard from T.I. in a while. He got to hook up with Pharrell. He got to use some tough. He got to use some dope little shit. It was, cre- it was a creative album from him, too. Now, it, was, it was creative in the sense of it wasn't usually how we hear T.I. speak. Uh, he gave you a lot of different perspectives on that album. I liked it. Mine is similar. I have Paperwork at 6, Trouble Man at 5, and Urban Legend at 4. Now, Paperwork. Urban Legend at 4? Yeah. Jesus. Now, Paperwork had the big dog single, All About the Money. That was huge. All about the money. Huge, huge, huge. But then he doubled back and then had to know mediocre with Iggy. That was his artist, though. He had no. That. that was some bullshit. He had to do that. That was his artist. Don't do that. Don't like you don't know. And that. then, the, and then the intro, he's rapping like Migos. That hurt me. Stop that. Who that, don't rap like Migos? That's the problem. You're Ti. You're the king of the south. You don't need to rap like anybody else. You rap like Ti. No, you rap like Migos because Migos popping. And then number Trouble Man. I like Trouble Man though. Like that slept on that trap back jumping. That sorry featuring an amazing Man, Andre three thousand verse. The best Andre three thousand verses in life. Jesus Christ! I listened to that. I was running that shit back to back today, just the verse. T.I. did this thing when Andre 3000 just bought, stole that. T.I. did murder that song, too. Please don't sleep on that. Stole it. And then the hell, my favorite joint was probably Hello. Fire with CeeLo. Mm. Pharrell laced him. Yeah. Hey, low key? Pharrell and T.I. make good shit, they dude. Do. They do. Real hits low key. Every time. Every time it's hits. T.I. biggest songs came with Pharrell. Well, with the now exception you of David Banner, now you getting too excited. With the exception of one David Banner rubber band, man his biggest song. song is is how whatever you like and why you got to go and do that. Who did whatever you like? Uh, Jim Johnson. I don't believe that. I don't. I'm a fucking savage for knowing it off the top of my That's head. Because you look like him. No, he's white. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> he is bald though. <laughs> Tough. Y'all look alike. All right. Uh, also, Urban Legend. I'm gonna say Urban Legend number four because this is where Ti came in his Urban own. Legend he perfected his flow. Um, I feel like with his earlier works, like Urban Legend's his third album, right? It was I'm Serious, then it was Trap Music, and then it was Urban Legend. Is fourth. No, Kings is four. Really? Tough. I'm Serious. Yeah, Trap, Trap music, music, Urban Legend, Legend yeah, King. Right. So I believe that his third album is when he started to perfect his flow, that that slow flow with the Southern draw. He had the swag. The, he always had a swag. But that it all culminated together to be like the perfect match on that Urban Legend. He had a big, he had big singles on that too. Mm-hmm. All right, now, so top three time. Give me three, two, and one. All right. You're absolutely wrong on the um, Urban Legend album, but I get to it in a second. I'm serious. It's number three for me, and I feel like that was T.I.'s most authentic album. That was the original T.I.P. That was who we, like, get today. Like, that's who we get flashes of on the Instagram. That's it. Like, I'm serious gave you his whole story as to most first albums do for artists so like that to me is one of his best works to date it had a lot of it covered a lot of ground in his life and i feel like it opened a lot of doors and and carried him a long way dope album two trap music Mm. that was his most emotional album to me i feel like he opened a lot of doors as well just like i'm serious but he was able to extend upon who made him just doing my job with the kanye beat i feel like it was dope must love me when he had the song about like having the kids outside of the having the main chick and having another kid. That was dope to me. Uh, what else was on there? A little bit of everything. Yeah, everything was on there, but that was a fire album too. Number Ooh. one. Okay. Urban legend. Like you said, you were absolutely right. No, it's absolutely right. Uh, Urban Legend, his most polished album. This is where he came into his flow. The biggest singles, the biggest songs. Like, T.I. was a superstar right here. 
Like there wasn't a bigger artist coming from the South at this moment in time when Urban Legend came out than T.I. People thought that T.I. was the next Jay-Z. Not like, right here, though. No, nah, this is what they thought right here. No, nah, it's too soon. Right here, this is what they it's thought. too soon. This is what they thought. Well, either I thought it and I let everybody know. And it, was a year <laughs> late. it was a year later before everybody caught on, but people thought it eventually within the year of this album. And I just feel like this was his best work as far as A through B, putting everything together cohesively. The singles rolled out. Wasn't no jail time uh, next to it. He was out there. He was doing the promo. This is when T.I. was like a super duper star. Listen, my top three. It's a decent top three. Urban Legends that's, that's way big, too high. That's big dog top three. Um, number three for me is I'm serious. Like you said, out the gate, this is rawest joint. It, it, it sound like his first album, and that's not a negative uh, thing to say. It just sounded raw early. He hadn't perfected his flow quite yet. He was super cocky, though, and it showed. He was rapping his ass off. Um, Still Ain't Forgave me, Myself is a fucking classic song. You want to beat me, you need a, a beat from God featuring Jesus and Jay-Z? All that. So, like... I, Matter of fact, now that I sit here and think about it, T.I. makes two songs really well. Now that it just, I just thought about Still I Ain't Forgave Myself. Mm-hmm. He makes two songs very well underratedly. He makes the R.I.P. Um, kind of reflective, Still I Ain't Forgave Myself, uh, Live in the Sky. You live in the Sky, bro. Um, the, do, the Dobie joint, uh, you were supposed to make it. Like his R.I.P. shit yeah. is fire. And the second shit he does well on the low, dude makes good diss songs too. What's up was Hadden and Recipe Shorty Low. Addresses when he went at um, Alley Boy. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm talking to you on King when he went at Flip. Like, they do make good diss records, I'm dude. Illy when he talking to Slick everybody. Hey. Wayne. Tough. He talking to Wayne on I'm Illy. Is he? Tough. I don't listen to that. the I'm Illy again and listen to I don't believe that. What was the one where he was like, I ain't talking to you, Jay-Z, I ain't talking to you, Yeah, such that's such. what I just said, though. I, I'm talking to you, fucking niggas. Who, who, you, who, you just say talking, who you just say he was talking about? I thought he was talking about Flip on there. I think he talked to him. Because he said, you ain't the king of Clo-. He mentioned Cloverland and all that. But he's, he, he also... He, he, he said about hot boys in there. People thought he was talking nah, about Nah, he Wayne. left Wayne out of the people that he wasn't talking to, and Wayne was a big dog at that point in time. This which is I think, true. Yeah, like, he ex- like purposely left him out, I feel like. Maybe or he just couldn't find on the rhyme with nah, Lil Wayne. He just left him out. Ain't talking to fuck cause he a real nigga. Ain't talking to pimp cause he a trill nigga. Ain't talking to BG cause he like me. With other cases, we'll kill nigga. I know you wanna be just like me since you got the new record deal nigga. But I don't give a fuck if you like me. No fake bitch, not trill nigga. Do your video wear white tee, that'll make you no dope dealer nigga. And I ain't talking about no bank head, cold boy, home out real nigga. You dealing with a little go real nigga. Ten million late and I'm still a nigga. Killing my young blood, they've been about a whole they remember me all ain't feeling nigga. Had it out of Chris, but he's still a nigga. Sat down, simple lie, talk about but so my bad back to my list yeah. number three is i'm serious like i said number two is king what front why, this, why, why, why is it so high because this is when he turned into a superstar he had the atl you, movie to go okay, number you, one you you incorporating the movie with it though it plays a part no Because the song This is what made him a superstar The total pa- That's when you turn a superstar When you're a household you name a No when you have a movie To go with the music yeah, Like right. when you show That you can do other shit That when you're a household name He wasn't a household name On Urban Legend dude He I just know. wasn't But but he, he was a rap superstar He was a rap star 
<laughs> he was a rap star. And number one, without question, is trap music. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Trap music is it, that's, that's my the closest fa- thing that's to a classic album, but that's the closest thing he got Legend. to a classic, dude. Herbal Legend, more polished than that. Dude, trap music. He coined the phrase trap music. Don't do that. He's not the Stop first to say it, but he coined it. He not? Uh, Don't do that. It was the name of the album. Dude. But like real deal official trap music, we know like. I'm that, just talking about the phrase. Nah, but we know what that is though. We know that's Jeezy. We know that's that, that's, that's that era. This that, came out that before Jeezy. That's you know? what I'm saying. <laughs> you can call the album whatever you want and call the phrase whatever it may be, but Jeezy is the trap for like that. That's what trap music is. That that trap music album ain't trap music. It's like Ti version of saying, "Hey, I did this too," and I can. I was strictly talking it. about the phrase. Dude. I'm just saying he's sprinkling it in there. Like, can you don't call that? Like, don't say he coined the phrase. This shit, he had twenty foes. Rubber band man, look what Bangin'. I got. I can't Bangin'. quit. Be Bangin'. easy. Banging Jesus, that album was fire. That album was fire. It holds up today too for the record. It's probably got two songs on here. I don't like. I'm just doing my job so far. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that song so far. Major Shout takeaways, Kanye, man, man, from his um. Shout it went to old Kanye. I know you. I know you listened to this last couple of days, just like I did. What's your What's your biggest takeaway, man, from listening to Ti's catalog? Oh man, some of the songs that stand out. Like Ti got some amazing songs. Like For sure. It, it just far as like reflecting on himself and like what he have going on in his life and how he feel about it. Just not to get too sentimental or anything like that, but just like being able to elaborate on different aspects of stuff that you usually don't hear from somebody like. All T.I. like you would say a trap rapper or, or a gangster rapper Whatever it may be Like a he cocky give you a rapper. real A cocky rapper Like somebody that's gonna talk they shit But still give you a real interesting perspective And be personable Um I choose you On that I'm uh, Excuse me I'm serious Yeah bang you I choose Stood out to me you. Like he He that's another thing you left out. He's great at. I choose you, hotel stuff like that. He he great at the like talking to the bitches for sure. Like the what was it? Whatever you like, all this stuff right there. Like Ti number one at that. Number one. Yeah, tough. Wow. Whatever you like, you can have whatever you like. Name a nigga that didn't say it a better phrase than that to a bitch. <laughs> you can take whatever you like, baby. That's like, the old head saying. Take whatever you like, man. My biggest takeaway, man, as we wrap up the discography. Um, is that T.I. is probably one of the best, like, down south lyricists that we done heard. Rappers. Like, bars. Like, dude has been consistent in terms of rapping from album one to ten. Tough. Like, not not one of these albums we're going to be like, man, I don't know what he was talking he about. Couldn't like, rap he couldn't rap. He done slick fell off. Like, mm-hmm. Nah, like, he rapping his ass off from A to Z on every last one of these albums. You may not like the beats, the song. Or the motive. Or, or the motive or the style or whatever. But, dude, he, he has been rap. consistently rapping yeah, on rap. every last one of these albums. That's my biggest takeaway. Yeah, that and him and Pharrell need to do like a whole project too. I definitely want to hit a whole Pharrell project. One of my Woo! things, like Ti, can rap his ass off. It is one of the things that I take away, and he's he's a very good, uh, like I don't want to make it sound simple, but like emotional rapper, like dude can give you a great perspective on a whole lot of different shit, and it translate to what we were talking about earlier with the quick hits when you say how you call out Donald Trump or how you do this and do that, like it, it's in his music. You right. got the type of dude that's just gonna sit up here. I'm doing this for fame. I'm doing this for money. Like you can hear it come out in his music that he 
definitely cares about what he's doing, the people that he's affecting while he's doing it. And I feel like it goes a long way. Most definitely. So do us a favor, man, whether it's you hop on Facebook and find the group chat uh, called Rap Chat on Deck TV Podcast. Rank your 10 T.I. albums. Let Hit us, us up know. on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Let us know how you would rank your 10 T.I. albums. All right, music time real quick. What we got for him? Man, Currency is added, a, bruh. Currency a dog. 13 months in a row he's dropped the project. January is no different. Shout out to rappers that do their jobs. Absolutely, man. Every month he got a project. Um, It is on the Jetlanta EP. Let's hear what it sound like. Self-made, self-paid. Shorty bought that Rolls Royce, put it on blaze. Shorty pays the cost, he night in the boss lane. Stayed down, got high, and he never changed. SL with the top up when it's heavy rain. Heavy name, whole weight, heavy chain, solid gold. Money put away, I got some more coming. Never have to ask a man and let me hold nothing. If y'all don't know that about me, then y'all don't know nothing. I was born in New Orleans, let my whole life stun. Money put away, I got some more coming. Never have to ask a man and let me hold nothing. If y'all don't know that about me, then y'all don't know nothing. Alright, man, that was Currency Joints. Again, 13 projects, 13 months in a row. Again, shout out to rappers that do their job, man. Don't leave us wondering where they are, no. what's going on. Currency giving it to you every month on top. Consistently. Every, like, just giving it to you. Song like solid in there. Like, it ain't no bullshit. He ain't just throwing shit out there. It ain't no throwaway songs. Like, he doing it every month. Shout out to him, man. Much respect for that. Absolutely, man. So, quickly, let's go to a segment we like to call Did You See? What? It's been a minute since we brought this out. These are videos, documentaries, Shit related to the culture that we came across mm-hmm. and that we, we saw. Interesting. Absolutely. Um, Noisy uh, has a new documentary. If Shout you, out Viceland, man. Absolutely. If you're familiar with the channel Viceland, they have Noisy documentaries where they've been to Chicago, Detroit, Atlanta, Miami, all of that shit. And Damn. this time, where were they at? In Oakland? They were in Oakland. Nashville's coming up pretty soon, man. We're going to have a lot to say about that one, I'm sure. But they were in Oakland the last time. Well, the they, Bay Area. Yeah, the Bay Area, yeah. They talked to G-Eazy. They talked to Mr. Fab. Talked to uh, E-40. Neff, E-40. What is it? Neff the Pharaoh? Neff the Pharaoh. Neff the Pharaoh. Yep. I listen to his music, too. I like him. Oh, uh, but to me, yep. I, I love the Noisy series. I seen a couple of shout out DJ Cotton. We had a conversation on the uh, Rap Chat podcast. Well, excuse me, the Rap Chat podcast chat on Facebook, in which we mentioned earlier. But we had a conversation about the perception in which Noisy shows the different cities that they go to. I don't have a problem with it, but some people do. I don't know why. Uh, you have to read into that. But I think they did a great job. They were talking about gentrification. They were talking about the different artists from the area, how it affected them, and the different uh, moods. Styles that come from the Bay Area and how they uh, impact the rest of the hip hop community. I think it was a dope ass documentary. I agree, man. I, I, I liked it too. I feel like I walked away knowing more about the area than I did before. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of like the hyphy movement and specifically G Easy or E40 for that matter. Like, E40 is dope, but I'm just like I ain't got all 50 of his albums in the stash. But I felt like I walked away with a greater respect for all parties involved. 
Uh, a lot of interesting things happened. Police pulled up in them in the middle of filming. Oh. Like shit that you were probably used to in your neighborhood, but like it just, it looked crazy when you see it on TV and how raw and it, how seemingly uncut that they, they have it looking. Um, I definitely would recommend if you got a free 45 minutes, it's available on YouTube. If you want to look at it that way, if you're at work cheating the game, do that. Don't get fired though. Or if you want to wait till you get to the crib, man, watch it on demand on Viceland. But I definitely recommend it. Would you say are you recommending it or no? I definitely recommend it. It's a must-see, uh, very informative, especially if you are interested in the culture of different hip-hop beds across America. It's, it's great. It's a great watch. You can get lost in that noisy series. That noisy series is fire. And I, to, to double back on what I was saying, not to leave people just like reachless on uh, what I meant, they say that the portrayal of it doesn't accurately show like how they should be perceiving it. Like they they, they should be more aware of like the the impact that they're causing in the communities, the damage, the drug use, and the like. They show guns, like, but they're showing people in their natural state. Like they ain't showing people sitting down doing twenty twenty interviews. They ain't showing people doing sixty minute interviews. Like they in Oakland, they in Chicago, they in these different places showing them. In their habitat, so they they they're acting natural. It's like like not, not no set up shit. So yeah. that's why I like it. I, I agree. In my opinion, <clears throat> it's not it does it has no malicious intent. In my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like they justify why the people act the way they do by giving stats on the community, on jobs, on crime, on whatever it is. I feel like they back up their vantage point with facts. To more or less explain why this type of stuff is going on and why people are getting high and why people are drinking and and giving an explanation, man, kind of just giving you a peephole through uh, for those people who've never been to the hoods of Atlanta or the hoods of Oakland. And so I I think it's informative in my opinion. But, hey, um, I can understand the other side, too, man. So I I ain't ain't really tripping. But y'all check that out. Let us know what y'all think. New music out, not a lot. Currency, uh, like we said, Jetlanta. And also, man, rapper Nick Grant. I've been told a lot of good things about Have this Nick Grant cat. I haven't listened to it yet. It's called Return of the Cool. There was a couple songs I listened to. That was just all right. I'm going to give it a run, though, man. I'm going to give it a nice little thorough listen to, man. Front to back, back to front. I'll have a little, i have something to say about it next week, possibly. Uh, what you got on deck for this weekend? Man, ain't no more football. Football's, Speak for yourself. Football's over with. Speak for yourself. I hope it's warm. I can go play golf, get the golf season started, man. In January? It don't matter, man. Football's over. I don't know what we're going to do out here in these streets, man. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to watch uh, the game. Yeah, because football's still going on. Nah, it's over. Um, do I want to go to the game? I might go to the game. Let's go Falcons. Falcons. <laughs> Rise up. Rise up. <laughs> Last game at the Dome. They're gonna be up. Some, some sad faces at the Dome this weekend. I might pull up, man. She nosebleeds 350, though. That's kind of rough. Last game at the Dome. Average seat 750. <laughs> no, nah, I looked it up. Goddamn, the nosebleeds 350. I, I really watch it on my couch, though. I agree. If I'm gonna do that, I'm like, well, I spent three fifty at the house. <laughs> I had an ace. I had an ace right there ready to pop with Aaron Rodgers <laughs> score the last touchdown before I spent three fifty to sit in that motherfucker. <laughs> For sure, man. Again, we appreciate everybody listening. Go to iTunes, rate, subscribe, do all that good shit for us, please, and thank yes, you. Yes, yes, Missy on that TV podcast. We appreciate it. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.